Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We're going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia. I'm a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and 10 months. And I'm Tara Lynn, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, four, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. Hey everyone, it's Felicia. We're super excited to be talking about um, connecting with your own emotions today, but first we wanted to start out with our face palm and our high five for the week. So I have the face palm this week, but it's really like a few months of a face palm. (laughs) (laughs) So over the holidays, I'm sure everyone feels this, but we got into some really bad sleeping habits, staying up late and just partying too hard. So I, my face palm is that after the holidays, I had a few weeks of just complete failure to wake up to do my miracle morning. So those of you who are like, this is really hard, and what are they talking about? It is really hard. (laughs) It's very hard. And it's taken me three weeks to slowly inch my alarm earlier and earlier. So that's my collective holiday face palm. Well, and I know it's not my turn for face palm, but I did the same thing. (laughs) So so that's why we look at over a whole year, because we all have times where we're just getting through. Sleeping in. So my high five is this week I went on an ice hike with my um, parents and sister. And the reason why I'm including it, because I am a hiker. I mean, I love, anytime I can be outside, and especially in the mountains, it is my happy place. I mean, it gives me so many endorphins that it really increases my happiness level. And I used to only hike in the summer, you know, the spring, summer, and fall. But a few years ago, I discovered that if you buy spikes to put on your feet, You can go any time of the year. And so this week we got out and we saw this amazing ice waterfall that was just incredible. And it just makes me happy in the winter to actually be getting outside. So that's my high five for my happiness self is Mm -hmm. that I actually was able to get outside and enjoy something that really makes me super, super, super happy. Oh, so nice. Because in Utah, the winter, it's hard. It's really hard to get outside. Yeah. So I love that. So today we're going to talk about embracing and recognizing your own emotions. And I feel like that's kind of a concept that's floating around in the world right now. But we want to give you concrete tips to figure out how to do that because it sounds easy, but it's really not easy. Um, so first we want to share why we named our podcast Find the Magic and... We just had this feeling that in motherhood, there's so many just mundane, hard, and I called it sloggy moments where you just feel like you are just mucking around, getting nothing done. Everybody's messy. There's poop on the floor. (laughs) A lot of stuff on the floor. (laughs) And um, it's hard. It really is hard to find joy in some of those moments where you just feel like, You're waiting for 5.30 or whenever your husband gets home or maybe you have to make it all the way through bedtime by yourself and it's rough. So 
the whole concept here is that if we are fully aware and not numb to our feelings of sad, mad, anger, whatever the bad emotions are, then we'll be able to fully feel our positive, joyful moments. And those moments are where we're able to find that magic, but we we can't find it unless we are also aware of our emotions in the rough times. Yep. I completely agree. And even for people who have careers, we have, I mean, everybody in whatever your job is, you have things that would be qualified as mundane. So not only does this apply to stay-at-home moms, but to you out there who have to do data entry or sometimes you're you know answering a hundred emails and they're not all magical emails let's be honest any of them (laughs) right are any emails (laughs) magical I don't know that's the question but but the definition of magic that we're using is a quality that makes something seem removed from everyday life especially in a way that gives delight Another adjective for magic that I really love is uh, very effective in producing desired results, which is not awesome. Yes. Um, so for us, the idea is even around mundane moments, there are magical things that al- allow us to feel wonder and awe. And we all love those feelings, right? And if you've ever been around little kids, they have oh. a way of bringing in wonder and awe into our life. I mean, they look at a sunset through a lens that is just, I mean, filled with so much awe. And that's actually a gift I think that totally. kids give to us is that it really changes our whole lens of the whole world when we look at it through their eyes. So it's allowing us to do our adult jobs by leaning into those moments and actually being present even in the mundane things so that we can look around with eyes to see with wonder and awe and magic. Because if you look around... It is everywhere. It can be in the face of somebody that you love. It can be in what's happening in the sky when you walk outside. It can be a peace that you feel in a moment of stillness. I mean, this feeling of magic can happen all throughout the day if we're just looking for it. But we can't see it if we're not willing to see and be present in the mundane moments as well. And I think the challenge with that is, like Tone said, we have our adult mind and we are constantly looking at our to-do list. We're thinking about maybe all the dishes we have or maybe those emails you need to get to and we aren't embracing <clears throat> the magic that, yeah, our kids see so naturally and that's really all they're focusing on is they are fully present. So if we can get in that space and not worry about finishing the book, but maybe look through their eyes and see what they're seeing in the book and know that if you do, I know it's hard, but put off all your adult stuff, not push it off your list, but just be present in that moment because you can't do it anyway in that moment. And if you're just thinking about it, you're slogging it down, making it not joyful. So that's what we want to talk about today. We're super excited.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To introduce the concept of processing our own emotions and getting clean in the way we feel, I want to talk a little bit about naming our emotions. Brene Brown is one of my favorite authors and researchers, and she says in her research that she has found that people who only have a few names for emotions actually have a harder time processing and feeling those emotions and really clearing those emotions. So being able to name more than just a couple of emotions really makes a huge difference. So for example, most people just think of sad, angry, and happy. Like those are the three emotions that people name the very most. However, as we know, there are hundreds of emotions that we can name. And I'm just going to list just a few to just kind of get your mind going. So there is, in the kind of angry category, we have things like anxious, confused, frustrated, jealous, mad, and scared. And then more in the sad realm, we have words like bored, lonely, tired, worried, disappointed, and embarrassed. And then in the positive, on the positive side, we have things like brave, excited, joyful, proud, silly, surprised, Caring, kind, grateful, loving, peaceful, and relaxed. And I actually have this list of words for my kids to look at whenever they're feeling a really strong emotion. And we'll talk about that a lot more in the next episode. But for ourselves, it's really important just to be able to feel when we're feeling off and when we're feeling negative emotions, which we feel all throughout the day. So the idea is to not pull away from them, those emotions because they are unpleasant. We don't like feeling them. But when we pull away from them without actually identifying them, what happens is they actually don't really, yeah, they fester and they don't go away. So, and I think they get muddled. Like if you don't recognize it then, and then it's compounded later. Yeah. You're just really, really mad. Yes. And it almost kind of attracts more of that feeling. So I've had times where I'm feeling frustrated or impatient and then something good happens after, but I'm almost still like hanging out in the impatient state or the frustrated state because I didn't actually spend time to just process it right Mm -hmm. then. Then you can't be fully present in the magic. Exactly. You're not (laughs) seeing the magic when you're not processing those emotions. Mm -hmm. So one of like the laws of the universe, which I have definitely found so much in my life and I've read about it you know tons of times is that that which we resist persists so like when you push against something especially a negative emotion it just sits but if you actually lean into it so my mod one of my mottos that I say all the time is lean into it both Felicia and I say that all the time if you just lean into the emotion it almost just like disappears it dissolves Mm -hmm. it gives it permission to just and I think if you do that in yourself and you're putting off that vibe Before we even talk about kids' emotions, if you are in your home leaning into emotions, sitting with them, and coming to a place of peace, your whole home will follow. 
Yes, because we have to start with ourselves anytime we're trying Mm -hmm. to teach this to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So a huge example of this is like shame is a really negative emotion that we hate feeling. So most people, when they feel it, like I am bad is the the basis behind the feeling of shame. I am not enough. We just want to run from it because it feels so bad. But if we can just name it and actually lean into it, like, wow, that really is feeling strong. And sometimes it even helps to like, oh, I'm feeling it in the back of my chest or I'm feeling it in my forehead, wherever you're feeling it. It's amazing how powerful that is. So just really get familiar with just the words of emotions and just practice naming them. Yes, and in order to name them, you have to recognize when you're feeling them. So I wanted to share personally how I do this. And I've um, talked to Terilyn a lot about this, but as a my childhood was okay, but there were some times in it that were harder things than I think I should have had to go through as a kid. And so I was really good at numbing and... I noticed that in my adult life, I had almost blotted out a lot of those emotions and memories because it was harder to feel them. And so this took a lot of work for me to get to a place of, I'm having this emotion, I'm going to feel it physically, recognize it, and that way, when I have happy ones, I can feel them more fully also. So this is what I do, Um, and I want you guys to try it if you think... It might help. So during quiet time at our house, I take at least five to 10 minutes to do this and reflect on my emotions in the day. And I almost use it as a sort of meditation. And especially if I don't get to a longer meditation in the morning, it feels really good. So I'll just lay down wherever, my bed usually. (laughs) And I just sit there and think, especially if I'm having some like heavy or harder emotions in that day, um, I'll just recognize them. And I use the physical cues as the first part of it. So I'll lay there and say, where am I feeling this? And usually for me, it's in my stomach. And I think a lot of us heavy, strong, bad emotions go there or sometimes in our head. But for me, stress goes to my, like my gut. And I'll even sit there and feel in my gut, where is it? bottom, side, front, sharp, dull, whatever that feeling is. So I would say my most recognized emotion, just surface level, is like overwhelm, anxiety type of a feeling. It's always stress in my stomach. So I'm feeling it there. And then I try to bring it up to my mind and say, what is what what is causing that emotion? So lately, um, it's been two things, starting this podcast has brought anxiety, but when I sat with it for a long time, I realized it was a good anxiety, like a happiness, but a pressure to make it what I want it to be and to bring the joy to you guys and hopefully that you'll understand what, like that you'll be there with me. I'm bringing this to you and I want it to come across to you the right way. And so I recognized that that anxiety was actually a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that initially it was bringing me a lot of stress, but then I got broke it down and it was just being brave. Ultimately, that's mm-hmm. what it was. So you transformed it is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. I, I recognized it enough that I could change it. Hmm. Um, and then 
The other one that wasn't so good was my oldest, who's four over the holidays, was not sleeping well, and then he got sick, and he was just breaking down our whole house. And I know that every single day I would see him come out of his room and just, I would just, I would feel my whole body just like tense up like, oh man, you're awake and you're stressing me out and you're kind of grouchy all day. And so when I was sitting there, I realized this is bringing me a lot of anxiety because it is just snowballing on everyone in our house. And then my two-year-old's like on eggshells around him and then, uh, uh, so, and your, your oldest should really you're putting a lot of expectation on them to almost be your helper. Right. (laughs) And so, but once I recognized that I could settle that in myself after I had sat in it and recognized it, and then I could be that calm, present mom for him instead of every time he walked out, be stressed and tense up, which he felt and only made it worse. So that's my process. Um, Take that time, even if it's one minute, just to sit in your emotion, recognize it, name it, and feel it physically so that you can be there with your emotion, if that makes sense. And you're not just pushing it off mm-hmm. like we usually do. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you start with your feeling mm-hmm. and then you're actually tracing it back to your thoughts and your circumstances mm-hmm. to the lead to that feeling. Mm-hmm. In the first situation, you actually transformed it by seeing the circumstance and changing your thoughts because it was almost like you discovered, oh, I'm just being brave actually, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. nervous about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but it sounds like with your son, are you saying that you, the circumstance actually in that situation didn't change? It doesn't change. Yeah. It was just, you were looking at him with more empathy once you identified exactly. your feeling. Yep. Okay. But you started each time with your feeling. Mm-hmm. Feeling okay. Okay. and tracing it to the, I think connecting it to our physical body is huge to help us get in that space of actually feeling it physically because a lot of us run physically I think most people do it's hard to get in touch with our emotions just out here like it's so conceptual so feeling it physically okay I love that I think those are such awesome examples I'm just think that's so wise I'm not even gonna add to that (laughs) but I the only thing I want to add to it is when she's talking about those physical feelings You'll find when you first start trying this, when you feel a really strong negative emotion, for me, when I first started it, I felt fear come up when I tried to lean into it. So I'm feeling, say right now, let's say, let's just say shame because it's so powerful. I'm feeling not enough, I'm a loser, whatever. When you, when you feel that feeling and it feels so bad... It feels scary to actually say like, whoa, and I feel it in the top of my stomach and I'm going to actually emphasize that pain. You'll feel a little like almost like you're about to go off a roller coaster. Like if I lean into this, it's going to get too strong. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice for the first few seconds, it does to. and mm-hmm. it does get stronger. And you're almost like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can back take up, this. But if you just let it go, go with the roller coaster, then it like dissipates. So I just want to let you know that it's normal to feel a little bit of fear when you try to magnify that feeling, like let it in. Hello, fear. Mm-hmm. And fear mm-hmm. is actually a huge one for me. I'll feel fear about something in the future. And then it just adds more fear when I start leaning into it, but I just still do it anyways. And it's amazing. It is amazing. It gets stronger. And then it's like, whoo, once I accepted it, it's like, oh, there mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. There you are, my, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are just so grateful that you're all here listening. So 
try this or not. If it's not something that sounds good to you, don't try it. We don't want to put anything on your plate. But so take the time to sit quietly and feel your feelings. And it might help to feel them physically. Maybe there's stress in your stomach or you have a little headache, whatever it is. And then name them and try to be as specific as you can. So if you're really, really mad and angry, try to strip it down. Is it anxiety? Is it shame? Is it unworthiness? And then once you've named it, just lean into it, sit with it um, and recognize it. And the whole purpose of this is that in the end, I mean, we just talked about leaning into negative emotions. We didn't talk about leaning into positive emotions because that just is going to happen naturally. When you are able to do it with your negative ones, you're going to be able to feel the positive ones that are going to come all throughout your day so much stronger. So the whole point of this isn't to hang out in negative more, although you are going to do that. It's that you're going to have way more positive emotions and you'll actually be able to feel them and be present with them. And I hope you guys are going to love it as much as we do. Let's find the magic. Brown cows. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>